0: Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, on this episode, we're talking all about my top five sales and marketing trends that I am going to gaze into my crystal ball and predict for 2021. I know I might be taking a chance on this, but I think I was pretty accurate last year. I actually need to go back and take a listen to that and see how many of those actually held true for this banner year. It's been such an up and down kind of year for so many business owners and especially for you, my friend. So with that, let us begin. Now, before I actually dive straight into the actual trends that I actually Um, I'm seeing in the market, I'm seeing these unfold currently, and I see there's still big opportunity for us to continue to tap into these. Uh, So again, I'm talking about uh, specific strategies or principles, not really so much about tactics, okay? So you're not going to hear me talk about Clubhouse or TikTok, although side note, if you want to learn all about Clubhouse, the most talked about uh, social app right now, go and listen to the episode just before this one, go and take a look at that. We'll link it up in the show notes for you as well. But as I was doing some research for this, just to see what is the market sentiment, meaning what are experts saying about what the economy and what the market is going to do in general for 2021 so that we have a little bit of a baseline of what to expect. I came across a very brief study from the National Association of Business Economics, It stands for NABE, N-A-B-E. And they had a whole bunch of panelists, right? A whole bunch of experts. And they surveyed these panelists to ask them, what do you think is going to happen with the economy? How confident are you that the economy is going to roar back in 2021? And 73% of them, the vast majority of them, said that they believe that by the end of 2021, so in a year from now, that the economy will be back to pre-2020 levels which is i'm going to tell you from my past experience being in finance and actively invested in the market that is phenomenal this is why i'm super excited about some of the things that i'm going to be sharing with you because it speaks to the fact that there is still a lot of opportunity for you to get in and i know some of you some of you are right now thinking it's too late I missed the the ride or the wave. I uh, still have to perfect this thing. Listen, opportunity waits for no one. And I want you to know that if you're waiting on a sign, this is it. And no matter what I share for the rest of this episode, I still want to encourage you to just go out and do the thing that you have been entrusted to do. Okay, with that, let's dive into number one. Number one The trend that I see that has happened and continues to occur, and I don't see it going away anytime soon, is authenticity. This is really about you being authentic to your brand. Now, as a person representing your your company, your organization, and your personal brand, this becomes even more so. But even if you're working for a larger business, a corporation, or your company itself is one of those. It is a big faceless brand. What I want you to know is that people buy from people. Again, I'm going to say that again, people buy from people. Back when I was working in a global 300 company with 80,000 80,000, eight zero. That's a heck of a lot of people. The reason why my clients chose to work with the organization a lot of times was not simply because of the company. It was because of me. It was because of the relationships. It was because of the way that I came across to them and demonstrated the values that yes, the company had, but also me as a human being. And so I'm going to encourage you right now, where are you not being congruent or authentic or aligned to your authentic self. And I know that might sound like very hypey, woo woo buzz, buzzworthy kind of lingo, but as you are reflecting on everything that has transpired through 2020, and as you're positioning yourself to be better prepared for 2021 and the opportunities that might be showing up right in front of you as we speak, I really wanna encourage you to not let go of this critical thing. I believe that it is, yes, a trend that I'm predicting for 2021, but I don't believe that this one is going to go away anytime soon. I think people are craving authenticity. I think they're craving the ability to connect to people who are real and authentic and genuine and transparent in the way that they do business. And really it spills over into so many different areas. And so we really don't want to buy from a companies, organizations, and people that don't demonstrate some level of care or authenticity. And so it's really about being genuine to you genuine to your values, demonstrating what you care about and being able to articulate that in the way that you interact with your customers. And sometimes this is going to mean that you go against the beaten path. You go against the grain. You're going to do something in a different way or in a new way. And I would encourage you that if this is what is bubbling up inside of you, as you hear me say this to you, that you give yourself permission to do so. And things Are going to shift, your joy is going to shift. (laughs) I guarantee that. And that when you do this in service of yourself, your customers will respond. Number two is quality teaching and training. If 2020 has taught us anything, it's really that there have been so many unexpected situations that have arisen that have caught us sometimes off guard. And I think that it speaks to an opportunity for those of us like you and me who are focused on producing high-quality content, high-quality teaching, things that actually move the needle for people in whatever area that you help them with. This is not about just paying lip service and spending hours and hours and hours listening or learning something that you don't even realize, what did I get out of this? It's about really condensing the mastery that you have in your area of expertise and being able to Uh, Distill that down. Here's what I know distillation requires mastery. It means that instead of sharing everything that you possibly know, and I hope that this gives you some freedom today in knowing that you do not have to pour out so much information. This is not what this is about. This is about quality, quality over quantity. And people right now, you would think they have more time on their hands than ever. But in some ways, we actually have less time because we're thrown into so many different, still new-ish situations that is creating a lot of uncertainty. And it's creating a lot of friction. And it creates a lot of squeeze on our mental bandwidth. It means that instead of having eight hours available, uh, we actually might have only... Six hours or even four hours because we're being pulled into all of these different directions that previously we were not being exposed to. And yes, you would think, gosh, some of us, we're in the world and we've been doing this since March, but in the relative scheme of things, that's still a new situation. And we're still adapting to some of the behaviors and some of the things and some of the habits, because habits take time to create. These are new opportunities for us to adjust to what it is in our new normal. And I know you may be shaking your head and going, gosh, when is this going to actually be normalized? I can't give you an answer for that. But what I do know is that as a result, quality over quantity is going to become even more critical. And so if right now you are overwhelmed by creating and producing 68 video modules and lessons for your courses or your programs, if you're feeling like you have to cram in thousands of hours in order to help people to get the support that they're looking for to justify your prices. I'm giving you permission again to let that all go because people really just want to know, am I going to get what I need at the end of the day? And as long as you are producing quality teaching, quality training, quality materials, it really does not matter how much you want to charge. There are people in the market right now that are spending thousands, tens of thousands, heck, even millions of dollars millions of dollars are being flooded still into the market. And I don't want you to miss out on this simply because you are focusing on the wrong things in your business. Number three is there is going to be and continue to be more emphasis on soft skills. This is really about your emotional intelligence. And this is really about you being able to decipher, maneuver, understand and interact with people without having all of the information that you would normally have. What do I mean by this? Well, we have seen uh, so many different ways of being able to communicate with our customers, to communicate with our employees, to communicate with our fellow team members, and as a result, it means that some of the things that we have taken for granted, like simply just being able to pop into someone's office or meet them at a coffee shop, is not as easy as it has been in the past. Pre COVID, pre pandemic, pre shutdown and lockdown, depending on where you are in the world. As a result, it means that we need to up the ante in terms of how our soft skills are being developed. And so if you are in an area, and as a business owner, I'm going to tell you right now, because you have to know how to sell, you also need to know these soft skills. You need to know how to interact with people. You need to understand Their mindset, the sales psychology, their behavior patterns, you need to understand the emotional level at which you are reaching your clients and your potential clients. And if you don't, you're going to continue to feel tone deaf. And the more and more we focus on uh, digitizing the experience, we cannot lose sight of the fact that we're trying to replace a real life human interaction. And although right now, uh, you may be listening to me, you may be watching me, like, the way that we interact with folks is for a lot of people very different. Now, I've been in the online space, gosh, for uh, five years. And I've had to do everything online because with my health, I wasn't able to do a lot of face-to-face meetings, a lot of face-to-face sorts of interactions. And so I made do with the tools that I had, but there are a flood of people in the market, your customers that are having to adjust and adapt. And it's still a little clunky. It's still not quite right. And because of that, they're distracted because of that. Some of the things that we want to say is missing simple clues, like, Body language, like uh, voice, like intonation. And I would encourage you that as much as possible, you reduce the amount of uncertainty by increasing your skill set around learning these soft skills, around being able to interact with your customers in a way that allows you to gauge as much of that, that emotional piece as possible, that you don't completely take out the automation or you don't completely rely on automation. Because in doing so, the interactions become transactional. I'm going to say that again. The interactions become transactional. And that's when people feel like a number. And now more than ever, people want to feel like people. People want to feel like they're being listened to, they're understood, they're heard, that they're being seen, and that you really do care about what they are looking for when they're making a purchase it doesn't even matter what they're buying, they want it to feel a certain way. Okay. And so what I want you to know is that as we head into number four, which is quality service, we're looking at savvy customers, they have, again, as I mentioned before, they have more time than ever, but they also have less time. But as a result, they're spending a lot of that time doing research, finding out more information, being exposed to lots of different types of knowledge, and that means they are extremely savvy. Now, this is not a new thing, but this has been enhanced as we have seen some of the experiences through 2020 and just the plethora of information that is accessible to people at the at the ends of their fingertips, where so much information has been flooded into the digital landscape. This is not going to go away. And so as a result, we want to make sure that for the folks that we are supporting, that we Ensure that what the service looks like actually creates an experience. You're creating an experience when people buy with you. You're creating an experience for how people interact with you. Every step of the customer journey is really about providing quality service. Because even if they don't buy from you, you want them to recognize the authenticity. Again, looking at uh, number one trend, right? Right. That you have been able to walk your talk, deliver what you are promising, and that even if they don't buy from you, that the interaction that they've had is such a great experience that they can go and take that away and expose your brand, your business, you to somebody else who you actually could serve. And as a result, this is something that I don't believe you can ignore. It is something that I think needs to actually be elevated and heightened because more than ever, we're looking for people who are actually doing brilliant things. And I know if that's you, don't make it so that your quality is being diminished behind the things that really, yes, they count, but they don't matter that much in the grand scheme of things. Don't automate your business to the point where it removes any element of human connection or service. And as a result, it means that people are just being funneled through your funnel without feeling like they're being taken care of. Okay, So don't sacrifice convenience, which is going to continue to be a major trend, uh, which is number five which is about convenience, again, with more emphasis on, like, literally, you could order anything and get it delivered to your door right now. Who would have imagined that so many people would be ordering coffee, tea, like simple things that normally we would go out the door, walk around the corner and pop into our local neighborhood uh, coffee shop, cafe, restaurant, Starbucks, And I know that for me, at least right now, at the time of this recording, which is at the end of 2020, there are a lot of businesses. Yes, they're open, but they're doing business in a different way. And as a result, if they have not been able to and if you have not been able to really think about how are you making your business more convenient or easier to do business with than ever before? I will say that one of the biggest benefits that I have noticed as a consumer is that businesses that were putting off being more uh, digital friendly, right? Having more of an online presence, that it has sped that up like a bullet train, right? There's just about every single business that is here in my neighborhood uh, that is still surviving has some kind of a digital footprint. And the ones that are winning are the ones that are making it as convenient as possible for their customers to actually do business with them. It's not a treasure hunt to figure out how do I give you money? How do I buy the products and services that I know that I love and adore and I want to continue to support? How do I make sure that I can contact you if I have an issue? So how easy are you making it to do business with you? Are you creating more holes or or? Hoops for people to jump through in order to get from where they are interested, willing to buy to actually paying you money. And don't sacrifice all of the other shiny bells and whistles for making things as simple as possible. I always look at how many clicks. How many clicks does it take in order for somebody to go from, I'm just learning about you or I need to buy from you to actually buying? The more clicks, The more friction, the more runoff, which means you're going to lose people through the process. And it's through no fault of your own other than you're making it more inconvenient. And maybe just maybe it's because some kind of marketing guru or genius told you you need to have a million different steps in your ascension model or your value ladder in order to make sure that people build their way up to buying from you. I am going to tell you, having just experienced people paying me, gosh, five-figure deals, six-figure, really up to six-figure deals, uh, we're in negotiations for some of those without really banging an eye. Yes, it requires a certain level of rigor in giving them the information or presenting the offer in a way that really matches the solution that they're looking for. But at the end of the day, It does not matter what is the price point. If you make things so difficult for people to do business with you, and this goes again back to quality service, what kind of service and experience are you providing? And does it match the way that your brand wants to come across? And are you being authentic in your process? And if it doesn't fit for you, it is okay to say goodbye and to start with something that does fit for you. Too many times I hear people that are chasing after all of these shiny objects simply because it seems to be the in thing to do. And I would caution you right now, because although I'm sharing with you some of my insights and the top trends that I see that will continue through 2021, if none of these fit for your business model, if none of these really call out to you, don't do them just simply because I'm telling you that these are areas of opportunity. But I guarantee that at least one of these five that I've shared so far, one of these is something that is going to be a principle and an ongoing component of your business model that will help to elevate and bring you to the next level. Now, the bonus that I'm going to throw in here really quickly before we hop off. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. As a woman of color, as somebody who grew up with immigrant parents to Canada and was bullied because of the color of my skin and the way that I looked. I have continued to see the growing amount of businesses that are starting to skyrocket around diversity, equity, and inclusion. And this is not a fad. This is not a going away trend. This is a way of life for a lot of businesses and a lot of business owners like me. And if you are a person of color listening to this right now, I am giving you a virtual hug and a high five because this year has been heavy. It has been very um, uplifting in a lot of ways, but it has been heavy. And I know that if right now you have shifted or you are working with anything related to this market, diversity, equity, and inclusion, regardless of the level, this is not going to go away. In fact, I predict that this is going to increase in importance and the value of what is being brought to the table, the number of diverse voices that are being included in lots of different ways, in lots of different platforms. And I had shared, I think a little bit about this on Clubhouse as well, is not going to be something that I see going away anytime soon. And as a a woman of color and as a mother of two biracial children, I can't express how excited this makes me, because it's time. And I will say that if you feel like this is an area that you need to incorporate more of, please do. If you are a business that is looking to get into this market and feel like you've missed the wave, you haven't. This is about a lifestyle. This is about something that is uh, breaking through the foundational way that we live and that we do business. And with that, I'm going to end because I am just so. Um, I feel a little overwhelmed actually sharing this with you because it's been such a crazy year in a lot of good ways and a lot of very interesting ways. And I want to encourage you as you are starting to think about 2021 or already making plans for 2021, how could you incorporate one of these things that I've just shared with you? And ultimately, I want to cheer you on and see you grow to even more success. Things are shifting for me in my business. I know um, you may have reached out and I appreciate all of the emails, the texts, the DMs, the tags on social media. It has been amazing to see you win through this season. And I can't wait for what 2021 has in store for each and every one of us. If there is some way that I can continue to support you, if there is something that you need please feel free to tag me right now. I'm mostly active on clubhouse and over on Instagram. So tag me over on Instagram at Susan McVay or send me a message because I want to cheer you on as we cross over the threshold into 2021 and looking for an even bigger and brighter year. Thanks so much. And we will talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.